Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, folks, we're here. We are sneaking in a a Memorial Day podcast, kind of laying low this weekend anyway. I have to say, these holiday weekends, when it seems like everyone else is getting in their cars, heading to the beach, traveling here, there, and everywhere, these are the weekends I just like to, well, Basically do nothing. Now I like to go to the beach. Don't get me wrong. But not on a on a holiday weekend. That traffic. Trying to get down to the Cape. Trying to get home from the Cape. It's. It's backed up for. For hours I think. If I go to the Cape. I sure as hell. I'm not going down there. When it's going to be crowded. Near as crowded as that. But if you're into that, enjoy sitting in that traffic. Enjoy, enjoy being around all those crowds. Good for you. Have yourself a grand gay old time doing all that. And speaking of having a grand gay old time, Wednesday, here in a couple days, that kicks off the month of Pride. Well, there's that in Juneteenth, which is the fancy new federal holiday that creepy Uncle Joe the hair sniffer, our dementia patient president, with unhealthy fixations on sniffing women's hair and black women in general. That's the federal holiday he gave us to show how down for the struggle he is. And I wonder, white boy Malcolm X, I wonder how many gay pride parades Juneteenth is going to screw up this year. Juneteenth is on a Sunday this year, which is when a lot of these gay pride parades, when they take place. But you know, you can't have a gay pride parade on Juneteenth. That's just racist. And in Boston this year, Speaking of pride parades, there is no parade, at least this year, in Boston. From GBH, iconic Boston pride parade will not return this summer. And that is because Boston Pride, the nonprofit organizer who managed all the past pride parades, they dissolved last year because the woke folk here in Boston They were trying to, I think, boycott it, get sponsors to boycott it, something like that. And if memory serves me correctly, it was because 
Boston Pride, they didn't have enough BIPOC folk, enough transgender folk. They're on the organizing committee. They weren't inclusive enough. There was that in complaints about excessive commercialization, which oddly enough, woke folk, they generally, they don't have a problem with that as long as, as long as they're getting the Benjamins. And so Boston Pride, those queens at Boston Pride, they were like, oh, we are so out of here. You girls, you BIPOC, you transgenders, you think you can do better? Have at it. And so they took their toys and went home. So we don't have, here in Boston, we don't have a pride parade. We do, though. We do have some other events. Just to give you a flavor, here are a couple. On Friday the 10th, that's when the Boston Dyke March, their word, folks, not mine. Don't get triggered if I say the word dyke. But the Boston Dyke March, that's coming up. And I can see, white boy Malcolm X, I can see that parade route lying with transgenders, heckling these poor lesbians, calling them tough, tough, tough. You want to talk about oil and water, transgenders and lesbians. Speaking of transgenders, though, on Saturday the 25th, we should... This is the thing we should run down, sneak down into Boston, see what this one's about. The Trans Resistance March and Festival. What exactly are they resisting? Deniers who don't believe in pregnant men, fat or women with penises. And can you imagine, folks, a transgender festival? Those people... As humorless and angry as they are, suck the fun out of everything. That festival, break out the Prozac. Talk about a a mass depression event. And lastly, Boston Urban Pride Weekend. That's June 30th to July 3rd. That's geared toward black, brown, and Latinx urban community of the inner city of Boston. And that was no doubt written by a a snooty white liberal because, as we well know, the only people that use the word Latinx, snooty white liberals. Oh, I love the Latinx people. I'm so down for the struggle. Yes, you are, princess. And for you queens out there, just to warn you again, How's this from CNBC? Monkeypox outbreak. So yes, folks, more monkeypox. Monkeypox back in the news. Monkeypox outbreak is primarily spread through sex, who officials say. And I'm not asking who, folks. Who is the World Health Organization? And here's a quick pull quote for you. While the virus itself is not a sexually transmitted infection, which are generally spread through semen and vaginal fluids, the most recent surge in cases appears to have been spread among men who have sex with other men, who officials said, 
emphasizing that anyone can contract monkeypox. Of course they emphasized that. They had no choice but to emphasize that. Can you imagine how hysterical professional gay organizations would get if they didn't throw that in? It's primarily affecting gay men, but, oh, it can impact anyone. Doesn't seem to be the case. I figured if it could impact anyone, the statistical odds of it primarily affecting gay men, that would be slim to none and slim left town. But they got to throw that in there. They do not want to get in trouble with members of the tribe, our lovable Star Wars bar of a tribe. So let's just go ahead and jump into things, folks. Memorial Day, we're here, but I want a short podcast. So let's just go ahead and jump in. And this first one, it's from Pink News. Those girls over at Pink News, Laverne Cox is finally getting her own Barbie doll as the trailblazing icon makes history. Laverne Cox is once again making history as Mattel releases a Barbie doll celebrating the trailblazing trans icon. Hmm. I wonder what those girls over there, Pink News, think of Laverne Cox. Is Laverne here a hero or villain? Now I'm just playing around. I'm just being flippant. Trailblazing icon. Now they're sucking up, folks. And then there's sucking up. Those girls over there, Pink News, kissing her ass like no other. Probably because, like a lot of the tribe, they're terrified of her because she's transgender. Like I said before, folks, they run the show now. They have taken over the tribe. So now we're like 24-7 trans. Trans this, trans that, trans here, trans there, trans, trans everywhere. Sexual orientation, get to the back of the bus. Gender identity, that's our focus now. But anyway, Laverne's Barbie doll here, her trans Barbie doll, That is part of Mattel's tribute collection. And they also have Barbie dolls for Maya Angelou, that nutty poet, Ella Fitzgerald, and Vera Wang. She's some sort of, I think, women's fashion designer. I don't know. I don't have any Vera Wang, whatever the hell she designs, hanging in my closet. And Mattel... What they should do, instead of calling it the tribute collection, they should call it the virtue signaling collection. Mattel's virtue signaling collection. Show how down for the struggle they are while they rake in those Benjamins. And you folks out there, I'm just going to warn you now. If you're thinking about going out and getting yourself a Barbie doll, going out and getting your kid a Barbie doll, you damn well better buy this doll. This Laverne Cox transgender Barbie doll. Don't you go out and get yourself 
evil whitey Barbie doll. That racist cracker Barbie doll. Don't you do that. Uh-uh. You go out, get yourself, get your kid, the transgender Barbie doll, or they'll call you a turf, a bigot, a transphobe, and then after the name calling, then you'll get a first-class ticket on a train to a re-education camp to get your mind right. Speaking of Juneteenth, how's this from Fox Business? Walmart pulling Juneteenth-themed products from shelves after social media backlash. Walmart released a statement apologizing, I bet they did, for controversy over its Juneteenth products. And what's the controversy? Walmart profiting off Juneteenth. The woke folk down for the struggle. They get really pissed off when people try to hustle in on their action, getting them some Benjamins. Now, I bet, folks, if BLM, if they came out with a line of Juneteenth products, Patrice Kahn coolers, she came out of hiding from one of her four and a third houses. Again, one in Georgia, three and a third in L.A., three of which she just has so she never has to sit in traffic. But if she went out there, let's say she went on to, I don't know, QVC, some show like that, to hawk BLM Juneteenth products, that would be perfectly fine. If Ibram X. Kendi, our favorite woke folk, here on the Miller Frost Podcast, if if he came out with a line of anti-racist Juneteenth products, that'd be perfectly fine as well. You can make money off Juneteenth, folks. You can make yourself a huge pile of Benjamins selling all sorts of crappy, mass-produced in China Juneteenth Chotskys. But you got to be a certified woke folk down for the struggle to be able to do that. Walmart, that's owned by white people. It's based in Crackerfield, Arkansas. It sells primarily to racist whitey and flyover country. Ain't no way in hell. Those people, those folks, they are anywhere near certified woke to be able to pull off something like this. What Walmart should have done, they really should have just copied woke target on this. But what they should have done is gotten out the checkbook, start writing checks to all the hysterical loudmouths out there who would raise hell about them selling Juneteenth products, pay the bribe and move on. Then they wouldn't be in this mess with all this Juneteenth crap they can't sell. So you folks at Walmart, have fun getting rid of all that. I'm sure some woke folk out there, they'll give you a few cents on the dollar for it so they can turn around, sell it for the profits you wish you could earn. Hopefully, lesson learned for next year. Be in the know, spend the dough to limit your woes. From the conversation, 
The dark side is social media influencing. Influencers need to be aware that some of their followers may have unhealthy relationships with social media. Although it contrasts with their goals, influencers can help create healthy relationships. And this was written by Samira Farivar, Fang Wang, and Ophir Terrell. And I apologize to one or all of you if I managed to butcher the hell out of your name. But this article, what it does, it talks about what they call problematic engagement. And that is where followers, they can easily become attached and obsessed with influencers and their engagement that can become, often become excessive and unhealthy. And then the article, after talking about problematic engagement, they discuss where social media influencers, they should be aware of that, and they should also focus on creating a healthy relationship with their followers. Now, I hate to say this, folks, but these three, Samira, Fang, and Ophir, they're idiots. Complete, blithering idiots. Now, I have no doubt that there is problematic engagement that's going on out there. And I'm sure, given the mental health issues kids have these days, that there is a huge amount of problematic engagement that going on. These lemming kids out there, if a Kardashian, if one of them, one of those blithering idiots, told them to jump off a bridge, half of them, I think, they line up to do it without hesitation. But this notion that social media influencers out there on TikTok or Instagram, speaking of blithering idiots, but this notion that they should not only be aware of this, but actively focus on creating healthy relationships with their followers. Now, that's all well and good. Don't get me wrong. But you know what? This is all about the Benjamins. This social media influencing racket. And in the article, these three mention that this is a $13.8 billion industry. This is all about getting followers, making huge piles of Benjamins. That's all this is. And I guarantee you, folks, none of the Kardashians, none of them could even spell problematic engagement correctly, much less wrap their tiny little insect brains around what it is or how to mitigate it among their followers. To them, how much money did I make today? That's all they care about. That is the sun around which everything orbits. Benjamins. And if it winds up screwing up a bunch of people in the process, too bad. I got to earn my Benjamins. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. From The Guardian, what I've learned from 10 years of therapy and why it's time to stop. Therapy was like finding a key for a door that had been locked away my whole life. Here are the nine things it's taught me. And no, folks, I am not going to name the nine things it taught her. Now, I read the article, but this one, it just reminds me of a, a therapy story that I have. Thought I'd share a therapy story with you. Speak my truth. Something like that. So picture it, folks. San Diego early aughts, I would say, well, it would have to be 2003. That was around the time my ex and I, yes, the crystal meth addict, but he didn't get into that until, well, I suspect maybe a year or two after this story ends. But it was around the 10-year point in our relationship. And, well, You know, we were having some issues at the time, kind of struggling a little bit. So I decided I wanted to go talk to someone about that. Didn't want to burden friends or family with it. So I found myself a therapist, went up to see the therapist, and this is what happened. So we had our session, and what are these sessions? Around 50 minutes or so. So for about 45 minutes, I'm just yapping on. Yap, 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 yap. Yapping on about my ex. Woe is me. My life is horrible. But he listened to me, patiently listened to me for about 45 minutes, just bitch, moan, and complain, carry on about my relationship, how it sucked, how horrible it was, blah, 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 on and on and on. And so I was done talking. I'm sure he was like, oh, thank God. I thought that queen would never shut the hell up. But then he's like, well, this is what he said to me, folks. In any relationship, and it really, folks, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what relationship it is. It could be your marriage, your boyfriend, girlfriend, non-binary partner, whoever. It could be a work relationship, a friend, basically any kind of relationship you have. But in any relationship where the other party, they refuse to change, you have three choices. 
Number one, stay and drive yourself crazy. Number two, stay and accept things the way they are. Or number three, leave. That's it, folks. Those are your three choices. When any person you're in a relationship with refuses to change and you're you're having some distress, some issue with them, those are your three choices. Stay and drive yourself crazy. Stay and accept things the way they are or leave. And I eventually left. It just took about five years, five more years for me to get there. But that's my therapy story. One and done therapy. I guess he could have, he probably could have strung me along for a couple of years. Listen to me kvetch for a couple of years. And I'm sure some therapists do. But he, and I appreciate him doing this. But he cut right to the chase. Gave me the, the three options. My only three options in this circumstance. So one and done therapy. Something for you folks to think about. You wind up in a, a similar situation. From the advocate, Bill Maher has gone too far with anti-LGBTQ plus comments. And this is written by David Kilmnick. I assume he's a queen. He's also the founder and president of the LGBT network. His network doesn't include the, the Q or the plus. But the LGBT network, that's one of the largest LGBTQ plus advocacy groups in the U.S. So he's a professional gay running a professional gay organization. Speaking of rolling in the Benjamins. But David here, he's all triggered because Bill Maher, what was it? Week and a half ago on his Real Time with Bill Maher there on HBO. Bill Maher said that the the number of youth identifying as some sort of queer, that's rising because it's trendy. Gee, I wonder where I've heard that before. And Maher, he also made comments that society was experimenting on children through the use of puberty blockers and genital surgery. And they were doing that as a means to perpetuate culture wars. This guy, David Kilmnick, he really puts the drama in Drama Queen. I tell you what, the histrionics in this article. This queen, he even drags in the lie about that Florida bill. The don't say gay law. Propping up that lie, like a lot of them do to keep the narrative going that members of the tribe are lovable Star Wars bar of a tribe. We're all victims. We're all oppressed by evil bigots like Bill Maher. People that refuse to genuflect correctly, refuse to rubber stamp some of this crazy out there. And there is a lot of crazy going on out there right now. Bill Maher, and folks, I never thought I would ever say this. These words would ever come out of my mouth. 
But Bill Maher is absolutely correct. And I've said this several times on this podcast, that a lot of these kids coming out as some sort of queer, they're doing that because it's the edgy and cool thing to do. You cannot tell me that 20% of Gen Z kids are really queer. It's statistically impossible. Like a lot of these kids, sometimes clusters of kids all coming out as transgender. It's statistically impossible. But to David here, that all makes perfect sense. Totally fine, totally normal. If large numbers of kids come out as queer, hey, that's just wonderful. That's why we have such a a mangled alphabet of letters to describe the tribe. If a kid comes out as trans, here are the puberty blockers. Let's go get that genital surgery, that gender-affirming care. Get that scheduled for next week. We may or may not tell the parents. And if you say, uh, no, that's kind of crazy. You're the nutty bigot like Bill Maher spewing, quote, harmful, homophobic, and transphobic rhetoric. You're the one who, quote, poses the greatest risk to LGBTQ plus youth safety and well-being. So you're the monster if you don't believe that up is down, right is left, that we've got seven or eight different genders. God knows how many super special pain-in-the-ass pronouns. Really? A lot of this nonsense is because these kids all have to feel super special and unique. This is what social media has helped to create. A pack of mindless lemmings all trying to differentiate themselves from everyone else by doing some version of the exact same thing. Oh, I'm a pansexual. Oh, I'm a demisexual. Oh, I'm an asexual. Oh, I'm genderqueer. Oh, I'm polyamorous gender fluid. Let's see how they all are at 40. Probably be like, oh, that was a phase. What David is doing here, trying to get HBO to cancel Bill Maher's show, this is how these people act. Like hysterical, spoiled children. We don't like what you have to say. We're going to try to shut you down. David, if you don't like what Bill Maher has to say, don't watch his damn show. I don't watch his show. I don't really give a crap. But not to these folks. Not to David Kilmnick. They will try to destroy you. You go against doctrine. And for our last story, folks, thought we'd have a a bit of levity here. Thought we'd end this podcast with a story from the smoking gun. Wife beat hubby over porn pleasure session. Cops. Woman 30, belted spouse after catching him masturbating. A Florida woman. Who couldn't see that one coming, folks? A Florida woman is facing, holy crap, felony charges. 
in Florida, folks, a felony. Hell has truly frozen over. But she is facing felony charges for allegedly beating her husband with a belt after she caught him watching pornography on his cell phone and masturbating, according to police. Angela Davis, 30, was arrested Tuesday morning following a confrontation with the 51-year-old victim at their home in Summerfield, a Central Florida community. So she's 30. She's a millennial. She got herself a 51-year-old Gen X daddy husband. About the same age difference as Tom Daly, that spoiled little kept queen, him and his daddy husband, Dustin Lance Black. I just hope Tom doesn't beat on Dustin like Angela does with her daddy husband. Davis's husband told cops that he had gotten into an altercation with her after she interrupted his pleasure session. The victim said Davis became angry and asked to see his phone and that he complied with her request. Well, this daddy husband, he's kind of a blithering idiot, handing over the phone to his angry wife. Talk about pouring gasoline on a fire. After Davis discovered some sort of communication between the victim and someone on the website Reddit, hopefully not a virgin pajama boy, a verbal altercation ensued. The dispute subsequently turned violent cops charge after Davis, get this folks, wrapped a leather belt with a large metal buckle around her fist. The victim told cops that when he took out his phone to dial 911, Davis knocked the device from his hands and struck him several times with the belt on his arms and back. A patrolman reported observing several red marks across the back of the victim, as well as a large raised lump on the man's arm that had very good detail and appeared to be the buckle of a belt. No kidding. When questioned by police, Davis confirmed that she found the victim watching pornography on his cell phone and masturbating, and that she had gotten upset. You could say that again. Davis claimed to have struck her spouse with the belt to protect herself yeah, sure. During a short struggle with the victim. Davis was arrested after investigators determined she was the incident's primary aggressor. Davis was charged with aggravated battery and witness tampering, both felonies. She probably, folks, she probably threatened to beat his ass again with that belt if he testified against her in court. She was free from the Marion County Jail after posting a $1,000 bond and is scheduled for arraignment on June 14th. Now, white boy Malcolm X, I know that this story, it is, well, I'll just go ahead and admit it. Yes, this story, some inconsistencies there. I'm not sure it makes a whole lot of sense. I can easily see a reenactment for this story. But sir, I'm in a poll rank on this one. It's a holiday weekend. I want to, I don't know, take it easy, have an adult beverage, have myself a grand gay old time while the long weekend continues. So today, sir, I'm sorry to say, no 
smoking gun reenactment for you. So on that note, since I cannot top this hysterical millennial chick beating on her boyfriend for jerking off to pornography, even if, and not that I would know personally, folks, but even if I can't imagine him getting to see much of anything on it, since I cannot top that, it is time to plug pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this holiday weekend edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your weekend, a good start to your week, and we will see you back here in a couple of days. In the meantime, take care. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.